Hakua listeners, let's learn sumo. I'm Clayton, welcome to the podcast. Well, we're on Bunske Day. The ranking sheet for the Osaka March tournament in 2024 came out this morning. So we will go through that in a little bit of detail. Uh, so far, which is good to report, there's no real injuries to report in the uh, Makuchi ranks. Couple little niggling inch injuries, probably still floating around. Lots of movements uh, in Magashiras. But first, let's catch up on the final outcome of the Hokseho bullying scandal. Uh, Looks sad news. It's clearer now that the allegations against Hokseho have been aired a bit more. That uh, look really some immature stuff. Some some nasty violence and uh, certainly some dishonesty. So the Compliance Committee basically alleged that uh, Hoxeho had been undertaking this bullying campaign against two lower-ranked wrestlers at his stable, both by using physical violence, using sticks and clubs to hit the young men, uh, and as well as that, uh, pushing them, hitting them, issues of that nature uh, around some you know, violence uh, as well. And probably quite disturbingly, uh, it was alleged that he was stealing money from wallets during practice. Uh, So some quite dishonest behaviour. And even some really immature stuff like super gluing, uh, possessions together, speakers, wallets, things like that. And uh, and on one occasion, gluing one of the wrestler's hands together. Um, Really, you know, quite, quite juvenile stuff. He's Oyukata, his stable master, Hakuho, the Yokozuna, um, had only really taken over this bay uh, about 12, 18 months ago. Um, but if you know Hakuho in sumo circles, he's got his hands in a lot of stuff. And he runs uh, the Hakuho Cup, which was a, a junior tournament. He's, he's quite serious at pushing sumo and, and promoting it. Um, and he did want to take over this uh, stable, but appears that... Um, you know, he, his eyes were elsewhere. He wasn't really a full-time uh, Oyakata. He was very much a part-time Oyakata. He certainly wasn't living at the stable as most Oyakatas do. So the Compliance Committee uh, alleged that um, he failed to uh, discipline Hokseho, even though he knew issues were going on. He failed to control him uh, and he failed to stop the bullying. And apparently... In failing to report it and even maybe interfering or obstructing the investigation, he's really put himself in a very bad light. Uh, And as a result, he's received quite a serious demotion of two ranks within the association for the retired sumo. Now, that has some fairly serious effects on his ongoing uh, career as a post sumo senior, uh, and certainly it puts him out of out of uh, being one of the judges. And I've heard talk of him actually being uh, maybe instead of being a, a senior sumo that doesn't do like security and and selling of towels and things that he'll be uh, asked to do things like that. This tournament look very good for the fans to meet uh, Hakoho, but. Um, uh, really quite sad, the whole situation. Hok Seho submitted his retirement uh, on the Thursday before the Discipline Compliance Committee uh, met on the Friday morning and they accepted that the next day. Um, shortly after, Hok Seho and Hakuho appeared in front of the stable to uh, have a short uh, press conference where they both apologised publicly. Look, it was 
quite humiliating, obviously, for both of them. And it just struck me as very sad that um, Hok Seho, now you've got to remember he's a very young man, he's only 22, uh, he's obviously quite immature, he's lost his career over such juvenile actions, terrible dishonest actions and, and bullying, but in the end, quite immature stuff that it would be clear that uh, an Oyakata who was on top of it would have been able to take some action and stop it. I think maybe Hakoho was a bit too close to Hokuseho, too invested, and uh, maybe a bit of a hands-off approach. And it's clear that, to me, that Hakoho carries a lot of blame in the situation for being a part-time Oyakata, and um, his other activities took him away. And as a result, Hokuseho is no longer a sumo wrestler. He's no longer a shiki, and once he retires, he will not return. Uh, he does appear on the Banske ranking order at Jury 03. He was demoted, uh, but apparently it was a bit too late to remove him from that order because I think the calligraphers who do it uh, have probably already finished it. Um, and quite a sad outcome, really. And uh, But sadly, even more so is the fact that it's probably not the last bullying or violent scandal hit Sumo, and uh, they do come about. I'd hope that the if anything good comes from the situation is that perhaps the example they've made of Hakoho might spread the message that uh, no one, not even the, the highest Yokozuna, uh, the, the, the greatest Yokozuna to come out of sumo, will is, is beyond being punished uh, for that sort of stuff. And uh, I do hope that Hakoho shows some responsibility for the young man in uh, his post-sumo career and uh, helps him get on in life. And certainly uh, if he's got some mental health issues in relation to... Uh, you know, stealing is a thing that uh, perhaps they get some assistance there. Anyway, let's move on to some more pleasant news. The uh, It is Bunske Day for the March tournament. The ranking order, which was released this morning for the March tournament, came out very early this morning, about 6am Japan time. And of course, our uh, top of the list, our Yokozuna Teranofuji, he heads the ranks by himself. Obviously, he's the sole Yokozuna. No word on injuries or issues. Uh, I did see a little short press conference and he didn't appear to have any issues there. I'd expect him to appear in March and certainly look if he is fit and he can see at the tournament uh, like he did in January he is the red hot favourite for his 10th Basho win which he is desperate to get Uh, he does talk about that quite a bit Uh, I would think his technique here look there's a couple of wobbles early in the tournament but uh, certainly he asserted his dominance there as he goes he does like to grab arms and, and squeeze grab arms and pull for a Totari uh, pull with the arm. So it'll, uh, I'll be interested to see how he goes. I think he uh, he's a lot more confident after he uh, beat a few of the guys in day about four or five. He said he came good himself. Next on the ranks is at the East Ozeki, Kirishima. Now he went 11 and 4 in January, and we'll be looking for a bit of an improvement here to restart his Yokozuna rope run credentials. The losses to Midori Fuji and Tobizaru look. Oh, I don't know that they hurt that much, but I think they show just a couple of losses of uh, concentration. Certainly that loss to the Yokozuna Teranofuji on the last uh, last part of that tournament, that will be a massive dent to his confidence. He really got tossed quite contemptuously out of the ring. Uh, Teranofuji, I think you could almost say he did it on purpose to demonstrate that Kirishima maybe isn't ready. He certainly needs to find a way to beat the Yokozuna, or at least, at the very least, be a bit more competitive against him if he wants to be promoted to that rank himself. Uh, Kirishima, I think he'll probably come out a little bit hurt and a little bit angry, and maybe that's a good thing to motivate him in March. 
Hoshoryu is on the west side at Ozeki 1. He's coming off his minor knee injury with a 10-4-1 record. So 10 wins, 4 losses and 1 absence. Uh, which Terunofuji, uh, most fortunately for him, got a Fusen win, which helped him into that position with Kotonowaka for the playoff. Um, look, he's hoping his injury doesn't flare again. Haven't heard much about that. Uh, look, he did get a double digits before his absence, uh, but... Again, similar to Kirishima, losing to Abi and Gonoyama in January will probably annoy him more than anything. They like little inconsistencies and losses of uh, concentration that just got a bit in front of himself and uh, that caused him a couple of losses there. Takakosho, he goes Ozeki 2 East after his non-appearance, his uh, Kujo in January, and he will be Kataban once again for about the ninth or tenth time, I think, this time, and he needs a Kachikoshi or he will drop to Sekiwake. So he's defended that many, many times, and the question really is, can his long-term neck injury stand up to the beating? And that is the question. It's, it is it is a long-term injury. It's one that's not going to go away. Uh, one has to question whether his time's approaching quicker than he'd like for retirement. Uh, however, Cutterban usually gets him uh, quite motivated. So uh, we'll see how he goes. Well, firstly, we've got to see if he's going to turn up. I've not heard any news on that front just yet. I will keep an eye out for that before the tournament goes. Uh, I do have a full episode on Cutterban status for Ozeki. So go listen to that for a full explanation of how the Ozeki rank works and uh, Kataban status. So our Shin or new Ozeki, Kotonowaka, keeps his original Shikona, his name for the moment, but expect him to become Kotozakura in the future to honour his uh, sumo grandfather and his father. Um, nerves and media may play a little bit extra for him in coming in as a Ozeki, but I don't know it will for him that much because he's it's been around for a while now. I don't know that that uh, really plays a factor. Um, certainly he's stepped up a level in the past few months. Uh, his diversity, his his fight sense is clearly at a better level uh, than, say, early last year. And, and maybe some strength and experience was lacking a little bit in his playoff fight with the Yokozuna. I still expect a Kachikoshi, maybe even a double-digit run for this tournament. Uh, I don't know that he will maintain that uh, form as a Shinozeki to get him in the Basho uh, run off, but you never know. He may he may uh, prove us wrong. Uh, down in Sekiwake is our next Mister Consistency, our thrashing machine Daisho. He leads the way. He would be disappointed in his form in the last few bashos, and especially after a winning year last year in twenty twenty three. He only just missed out on the most wins, I think, to Kirishima, if uh, memory serves me correctly. Uh, he could really could have pushed through for those thirty three wins over three tournaments, but just. Ran a little bit cold towards the end of the year. Just couldn't push past those double digits. Um, I would say not so much hot and cold here. He's, he is quite consistent. I'd say maybe medium spicy there. He's uh, needs to really step up a level um, to get him those 33 wins. Uh, at uh, where are we? Our other... Sekiwake is Wakamoto Haru. Uh, he comes up back up from Magashira 1 with a big pay rise, let me tell you, because winning a gold star, a Kinboshi win against the Yokozuna in Magashira gets him the pay rise he would not have gotten if he beat the Yokozuna from Sekiwake. So that helps his pay packet along, but he certainly gets straight back up to 
uh, Sekiwake. Um, he certainly showed his consistency and style in January. It was clear that he was suffering from an illness in November, which really pounded his his form and, and left him uh, look very, very without energy and not really performing at his best. And it's, it's clear that that was a very temporary thing. And he came back firing in, in on most cylinders in uh, in January. He did lose one or two there that uh, maybe a little bit unlucky, not quite there. Uh, but yes, yeah, certainly straight back up to Sekiwake, so happy to see that. Two, if not surprises at uh, Komasubi, at least slight over-promotions. Arby comes up from Magashira 2 on a Kachikoshi 8 and 7 from January. Probably didn't deserve Komasubi, but really in the absence of anyone else, he goes up to Komasubi. Uh, and the Komasubi and Magashira 1s both failed in January. He wants to do better this tournament, and he did cop a bit of a pounding in the joy in January. He's losing to all of the Sanyaku-ranked wrestlers except Toshoryu in the first six days, and then he lost to Atami Fuji at Magashira 1 as well. So Arby will be looking for uh, maybe a little bit better performance. He'll certainly go through the meat grinder in that first week at Magashira, at, uh, sorry, Komasubi. Nishikigi, he jumps up to Komasubi West from Magashira 5 with his 8 and 7. Simply put, there was no one in front of him, so up he goes. Uh, everyone else failed, so he was the first person with a Kachikoshi, so up he goes to Komasubi. I don't think he's got the form at the moment for Komasubi. He certainly hasn't been fighting well in the last few months. Uh, he did only fight two of the Sanyako and he beat uh, Daesho, but so not all that bad, but I don't expect much from him here, though. He seems to have lost a little bit of push in the last few months. Uh, Magashira 1, Ura, he's dropping from Komasubi after his 6 and 9 Makikoshi. Uh, I do think he was a little bit unlucky in a few fights, but in terms of technique, and as I said last time, his technique, unless he can find a better perhaps more stable, consistent platform, a bit more balance. I don't see him going up further. Like His acrobatics, they're fun to watch. Everyone likes watching Ura, but they don't beat seasoned, strong, technically sound sumo uh, with big strength. I'd just like to see him offer more and, dare I say, boring sumo with some good technique mixed in, a bit more stable technique uh, mixed with his acrobatics, which, you know, we still love to watch. Uh, I just don't see him climbing out of Komasubi up to Sekiwake without a bit more of that consistency. Asanayama, he's climbing back fast after his enforced break, and he's back with a 9-3-3, so nine wins, three losses, three absences. He had a bit of injury late in the tournament. Uh, he did come back in the last few days, but I suspect he might still have a few lingering concerns. I think he did come back a little bit early. Uh, they do force themselves uh, and he got his kachikoshi to when he came back. So uh, still a quality wrestler. I think injury might be a problem for him in this tournament if he hasn't quite healed yet. Atami Fuji, one of our newcomers, he drops to Magashira 2. Maybe he'll settle a bit this tournament. As I said before, he lacks a bit of strength. I think he's, he's still quite young. He's a big lad, but he does miss some of that big core strength that the upper Sanyaku guys have been working on for a number of years. I think he's a little bit of nerves as well. Uh, I think he's, until he builds a bit more of that strength, uh, he may have topped out there. And he's certainly a quality wrestler. I just think he might need a bit more time to build that as he goes along. Uh, Meisei, who climbs to Magashira 2 after a pretty good January with a 9 and 6, Kachikoshi, he seems to have improved a bit. He's found himself an extra gear in January. 
Uh, see if he can keep that up after a pretty lacklustre 23. He didn't seem to have much push or spark, uh, but life won't be easy for him here as he will face the Sanyaku in March, uh, where he mostly faced lower Magashira wrestlers in January. I predict probably a, maybe a close Kachikoshi here. Uh, Oho, he gets a big promotion from Magashira 11 up to Magashira 3 off his double-digit 10 and 5, but uh, he'll face a lot of the Senyaku again this time, uh, and that'll be a bit of a wake-up for him. Uh, maybe a step up, but uh, he should be able to take a match or two here. He will will have learnt from uh, January and, and was exposed to that. That will help him. Takanosho, he also gets a... Uh, Big double-digit jump from Magashira 12. Uh, same story here for him as Oho. I just think uh, maybe a little bit uh, of an over-promotion given how many people failed in the mid-Magashira ranks. Uh, so maybe it might take a match or two, but I don't see... Might be lucky to get himself a Kachikoshi. Tobizaru, he drops one after a 7-8 Makikoshi. Uh, Hiradumi goes up three for his close Kachikoshi at 8-7. and seven. Uh, Hiradumi had a pretty forgettable middle part of the tournament in January, but he did show some pretty good motivation early in the tournament, some really good body crush-outs, uh, things like that, a lot of go-forward, uh, some really good wins, and I, I, I do enjoy watching Hiradumi. I just wish he'd be a bit more consistent there. Midori Fuji, probably a bit lucky, only to drop to Magashira 5 after a pretty difficult January. Uh, look, despite that awesome Katasakashi win over Kirishima Ozeki, uh, holy moly, that was quite the bout to watch from January. If you haven't seen that one, go back to January. Midori Fuji versus Kirishima. That Katasakashi uh, Kimarite is one to watch. That will be on my list for the fight of the year, I guarantee it. Big mover, our new boy Onosato. He comes up from Magish- up to Magashira 5, his third Makuchi Basho from Magashira 15, uh, with a huge 11 and 4 for the young lad. He did cop a bit of a beating from the Yokozuna, uh, Aozeki Oshoryu, and Sekiwaka Kotonowaka. Uh, I expect he'll face a few of the Sanyaku again at Magashira 5. Big promotion. He should be okay there. He might, uh, might be lucky he'll get a few of the lower order guys to fight as well. Uh, so he might be lucky to push out a Kachikoshi there. A few other names dropping include Hokuto Fuji. had a pretty terrible January. He drops to Magashira 9. Uh, our big bear, Takiyasu, drops to Magashira 8. Shodai drops all the way to Magashira 10. Uh, Ichi Yamamoto, one of our wonder kids from uh, late last year, he drops to Magashira 11. Like I said, I think uh, Ichi Yamamoto needs to spend a bit more time at the gym on leg day. I think his legs lack some strength uh, for the upper level and he needs a bit that's where all their strength comes from is their lower body and legs uh, and his if you see photos of Ichi and Momoto they're quite skinny skinny little pins uh, I think he needs a little bit more work there on that to get a bit more go forward uh, Endo he gets a huge let off and he stays in the Magashira ranks at Magashira 16 I think he's a bit lucky there uh, I do hope he gets a bit more form back because he was doing okay mid last year and then it all seems to have fallen apart for him. Coming up from Jurio, Nishiki Fuji gets back to Makuchi after his brief demotion to Magashira 14 he's back at. Kita Nawaka comes back. Roga returns. There's a funny video on Twitter doing the rounds today. Roga's a bit of a, a scallywag apparently, a bit of a uh, joker. 
Uh, I won't tell you what that uh, video was. It was in a uh, one of the Japanese bathhouses. Uh, Daimami and Takeru Fuji comes up on debut. Uh, Daimami, I think, has been up before, but Takeru Fuji comes up. This is his first time. Uh, Takara Fuji, Hokusoho, as we know, Tomokaze, Bushozan, and Aoyama all dropped to Jurio. Uh, Aoyama hurt his knee quite badly. I think he did an ACL anterior cruciate ligament or something like that. Uh, ligament uh, in at the end of the tournament and I would expect a likely retirement here from Aoyama and that's quite sad. He's um, been a long-time performer and certainly we've spoken about Hokuseiho. He won't be back in sumo again even though he's on the list. Uh, so that's a bit sad there. So that's the Bunske list for March. My prediction, if healthy, it's hard to go past our Yokozuna Terunofuji. But failing that, if Terunofuji goes out Kujo with those knees or the hip or the back, uh, I would say Kirishima is my pick. He's going to be angry that he lost the way he did, and I think he'll be a bit motivated to come back from that. Can't wait for the March tournament to begin in just under two weeks on Sunday. Um, join me again for regular tournament updates. We'll go through that as much as possible. Uh, if any more news comes to hand, I'll drop an update before the beginning of the tournament. So I look forward to hearing and talking to you again all. Don't forget to join me on Instagram or Twitter at Let's Learn Sumo. The uh, podcast is also on all your regular pods, but it's also now on YouTube. You can look me up at Let's Learn Sumo on YouTube to listen to as well. Uh, join me there, drop me a comment, and uh, enjoy the podcast. That's it for this time, everyone. Hakioi, Let's Learn Sumo.